pregnant past the age of 35, you're considered geriatric pregnancy. Fucking geriatric. Geriatric? Yeah. As like in, a like, fucking... Old person. Like when you do... 35! <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what did I say? I was like, yeah, if you have kids, you, it's just not considered like super healthy in your 40s, but like... <laughs> yeah, no, 35. Yeah, so we were talking about premenopause uh, symptoms coming in through your period, but that's... That's not even a concern, because at that point, that's... You're geriatric that's, anyway. You're so fucking, fucking geriatric. Cares. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All of your shit's falling out. Hey! Hello! <laughs> what up? Welcome to This Is Uncomfortable. This Is Uncomfortable. Today, we're talking about periods. Periods. You're gonna get your period every month. It's every month. Till you die. Actually, that's not true. No. That's not medically accurate. <laughs> Starting um, off with facts. Yeah. What did my cousin think? My cousin didn't pay attention in sex ed and thought that one day she was going to start a period and <laughs> oh, it was going to no. just not ever stop until she died. Oh, no. And I just thought of that for as like a reality for a second and I got, oh, I got really depressed about it. That would suck. It would fucking suck. I read, a st- I was reading up a little bit on this wonderful topic earlier today and I read that you have an average of 420 periods in your life. 420? Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Sorry, that's not as, that's not as charming oh, as... Lord. That's not as charming as actually 420, because 420 yeah. periods is just a lot of blood clots. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Actually, I'm not. This is uncomfortable. It's going to be gross. Hey, I have a newsflash. Every woman on the planet has a period. 420 of them, to be exact. 420 of them. So... I saw this uh, thing on Facebook, I think, that it was... uh, Hmm. And it was a male nurse talking about how he had, like, without thinking, started explaining to a woman who had, like... She'd come in for something else, but she was, like, there to, like, deal... Like, get her antibiotics or something. And he was telling her something about how to get blood out of a shirt. And she just, like, really gently puts her hand on his hand. And she was just like, honey, you never have to tell a woman how to get a blood stain out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cold water. You are my best friend. Yes. Also, get it right when it happens. Don't wait. Even if it's inconvenient, because that's going to stain if you don't. So, we wanted to talk about this today because there's such a cultural taboo with this subject, and I, for the life of me, can't figure out why. Because men don't have them. I don't give a flying fuck. Half of the half of the world has them. Yeah, dogs have them. Yeah, I think that's another thing too. Is like when you see how people. I mean, other animals have them too. Other animals have them. Let me say, I'm not a moron here. (laughs) (laughs) I know other animals have them, but like dogs just a pivotal in my life. Well, I think too because uh, when your dog has it, you you have to deal with it more than when other animals have to because it's like an animal in your house. Yeah, Uh, fucking everywhere, diapers, all that shit. I had white couches when I first got Ellie. Oh no, not for long. It's not. I should not know that, honey. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I think... Poor baby. That's... <laughs> she doesn't know. I know. I know. It's always, too, because they look embarrassed and sad, and you're like, don't, don't look happening. embarrassed because you don't even know. Like, yeah. don't look... Em- See, they even look embarrassed. Yeah. That's what that's... And it's not that it's... Okay. So I do think it comes down to some things. There's an inherent human stigma, I think, in developed world... Well, in all parts of the world, because we've colonized everything, that... There is just certain <laughs> factors about, like, cleanliness that we hold as, like, they become classist things, obviously, because cleanliness is, like, access. It's access to, you know, materials and time sure. to have cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that even animals can be, like, embarrassed about it. I mean, obviously, when our dogs are embarrassed, it's much more that, like, I think your dog wants to please you. Or is sensing your projection of Projection, thing, obviously, yeah. yeah. Because, and I don't, it's funny too, because like, are you embarrassed? Would you just not want to deal with it? Because my thing is just like, when our dog would do it, I just, 
not Gus, obviously. Yeah. Um, it was always just kind of like, I never scolded the dog, but yeah. it was always just kind of like a, ugh, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So diaper your dog now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't really understand it. I think, um, it should be something that we should be able to talk about. Yeah. I do. Um, I don't know if you saw that post a long time ago, but it was the girl who posted a picture on Instagram and I think it went viral because they deleted it and she'd leaked like overnight. And she'd, like, set a timer on her phone, and she'd taken, like, a really moody, like, picture of herself turned over, and you could see, like, the stain on her pants and the stain on the bed. And it was just one of those really artsy shots where it was, like, a lot of the color was, like, desaturated out of it, and, like, all the wrinkles in the sheets were very prominent, and, like, it was... Honestly, as far as, like, photography goes, it was a beautiful picture, but, like, it definitely got deleted, I think, for... I don't remember if it was, like, indecency or whatever it was, but it was a really big deal because people were just like look this is something that happens to so many of us and we all of us with vaginas all all of us with vaginas well most of us with vaginas 99.9 of you um and we treat it like it's something to either hide or be ashamed of even though and we do this with a lot of different things in culture but like it is kind of weird when we do it to things that we have no control over Right. Like, it would be unhealthy if we didn't have these, yeah. and we act like it's something that... It's like growing wisdom teeth. It's supposed to fucking happen. And nobody like, judges when you're like, uh, when, when you talk about your wisdom teeth, nobody does that, yeah, no like, one, like, awkward thing. Cringes People are just like, oh, like, man, I remember stuff. when that happened. Yeah. And I do remember that, like, um, when I was younger, and, like, my aunts and my cousins, like, because, oh, of course, dude, my first fucking period, was it, like, a family event? When was at school? Uh, eighth grade graduation. I was in... Or not graduation, but like the week, the last week of eighth grade. I think I was in sixth grade. I was ten. Oh, dang. Yeah. Which, I mean, I had a few cousins who were also super young. So, I mean, I don't know. There's not really a lot of factors that tell you, like, what determined that. I remember that was, like, a big thing in sex ed, is they were, like, nothing really determines... Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of I your own I think it's kind jams. of genetic. Yeah. Yeah. I was 14. Yeah. I was, I was pretty young, but I didn't... It was the fact that I was, I was with family. A, I was always a late bloomer, though. Like, okay. everything came in later. No. Like, I was very bored stick. No. Kind of looked like a boy for a long time. No, I, yeah, I had, I had boobs in, like, fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I was not one of those girls. Yeah. I was, <laughs> it's not a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. It's Sophomore weird. Sophomore year, I think, around this time, I was like, oh, this is what it's like to have boobs. This is yeah. great. This is great. <laughs> yeah. It's just really weird to still want to play with toys and, like, still want to play with Barbies and, like, need bras because you feel, you don't know which you're supposed to be nurturing and you... The, the, what nobody tells you, what I think nobody has the, like the time to have the conversation about is that you can do both. Yeah. I was You're just, allowed... just going to say, why not both? You can, yeah, dude, let's all be the fucking taco shell girl. Why not both? Like it's not, it, neither of those things define adulthood or childhood. And I think it, um, it's one of those factors that makes us so squeamish to talk about this that also defines why we have all these like imaginary rules about like what you should do at what age, if that yeah. makes sense. Right. Yeah. Do you have like a, um, did you ever have like a horror story, like public moment? Because I definitely did. And I was like, <laughs> maybe we should talk about these. Um, I was thinking about that too. I have had very, thankfully, by some fucking miracle, very few, uh, leakages or whatever startings and not knowing it kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although one time after culinary school when I was wearing my black and white checkered pants, mm. when red stands out like a motherfucker, yeah. I had like a, a start 
And it was not like a, oh, I started my period, how cute. It was like a, I'm here, motherfucker. I'm like, here! <laughs> yeah. It was like in your face, everywhere. Yeah. And thankfully, like, I was on my way out of class, like, going home, and then I didn't even realize it until I got home, and I was like, what is all of this color in my pants? Oh, yeah. But um, other than that, I haven't had any bad, like, tragic moments. Yeah. I've never, so I actually kind of appreciate mine, because, like, I've always, <laughs> I don't know, I was just kind of like... A solitary kid when I was younger, so um, I'm very good at just, like, stealing myself through embarrassment and just being like, all right, people get embarrassed, this happens, you just gotta get through it, it's fine, it's over, whatever. Oh, man, I dwell on it. Uh, <laughs> no, and I do, honestly, I'm, like, remembering this moment, but what I do appreciate is that, like, it wasn't, it was very public, it was my senior year in high school, um, it, but... Everybody, and I know, I still know a lot of these people. Thank you to, thank you to social media because honestly there might be somebody listening who was in the classroom that day. But, um, one thing that I wanted to touch upon because of the story is like the virginity myth too. with like what we use and what different cultures say about that. Right. Because for a long time when I first started, I only used pads because in my family you did not use tampons unless you were married because you just... That was just not something you did because you were still a virgin. Mm-hmm. So why would you why would you compromise that? Yeah. Because for some reason in this reality, virginity is physical and not just a made up social construct. Hint hint, it's both actually. It's not physical and it's a social construct. So just get it out of your head forever. Um, aside from that, um, so I'm I'm in fucking econ. I I remember this day so goddamn clearly. Um, but everybody, what I really appreciate space. too is that everybody in this memory they only make it better like the real embarrassment is my dumbass for ignoring every instinct I had where I was like I felt a really weird stomach ache earlier and like I don't know if this is like that weird part of the chair that feels cold or if like I just like there's I don't know what happened then my ass gets up to help pass out something for the classroom so yeah no, I'm telling you this is full nightmare and it, the describe, reason describe my face Oh, um, she's got her hands up, almost up to her eyes, completely covered. I can still see how hard you're blushing for me, and you're cringing. It's it's so sweet. I, I so appreciate hug, it. Hug I senior. I know senior this fucking little child, Dana. And I I knew when I left. I like I had this weird instinct in my head where I was like, I know something's not right. But I'm gonna find out when I turn around because somebody's gonna say something. Like I know they're not gonna leave me hanging, right? So our classroom was set up, it was like a big empty space in the middle and there was like miniature rows, there was like miniature rows of three chair, like three facing desks each other. facing each sure. other. Yeah. So I finished one side and I had managed to stay in like the back corner and like pass them from one side because I, I just fucking knew something was up, right? I knew it. I knew, I knew. And um, I, I remember like starting to go over to the other side of the room and immediately starting to hear two girls whisper, but they weren't whispering to each other, they were trying to get my attention and I'm just like, and they were trying so fucking hard to get my attention, but I was doing that thing where I was playing the nope, line not real, of like, not happening. if I treat it like it's happening, the boys in the class are going to notice. But if I keep going and finish this, I don't know what the fuck, dude, this was like, this was like half a lifetime ago. I was traumatized. I did not know what was going on. What I really, really appreciate is that as I stayed in denial, those first two girls, when they were just like. And they were, like, really trying to be, like, go, just go. Go And then, like, I even, like, I think one of them even tried to help me back out of the room and somebody else handed me a job. Like, I'm not kidding you. This was, I don't remember even clearly who it was, but I just remember if you were in my senior econ class and we did and we split over and we went over to government to Archler's, 
that second semester, you were in my class with me, and maybe you don't even know about this, and maybe I'm busting myself out now, yeah. but if you were in that class, whew, uh, you were either very kind or you were not paying attention, because everybody... Thank you both it was It was a nightmare, dude. It was, like, literally the worst case... Worst! Worst yeah. possible case scenario, and the only reason that I have it even just, like, cringingly put away as a memory is because everyone was very, like, on my side of, like, Dana, you need to get the fuck out of here. It was, like, really Aww, sweet. That's and really it was the last class of the day, so I just ended, I just, like, literally, I didn't even bother going to the office. I just walked off campus. Good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. honestly, if somebody stops me, I'm going to tell them exactly what I'm doing. Look at my butt. Look at my butt. Yeah. Look, do you want me to turn around? I will take off this hoodie. I don't even know who this hoodie belongs to, honestly. It's mine now forever. It's mine now forever, and I'm pretty sure they knew that when they gave yeah. it to me. So it was really cool that it was, um, like, a supportive moment, especially in such a young age. Yes. But I do also, as soon as I thought of telling that story, I thought about, like, oh, I was in that situation because I was using pads in high school because of that. And um, I don't know if anybody needs to hear this, but if tampons would be more convenient for your life uh you are not gonna lose your virginity to a tampon because no. it's not a real thing no and that doesn't happen no and you should just use them if you need them yes. but if you but they can also be very scary at first if you need a friend don't yeah, be embarrassed to like, ask or watch a youtube video or google it or yeah. do what you need to do it's actually pretty cool that the internet's out there because there yeah. are youtube videos for that yeah yeah if we can put condoms on bananas we can fucking show instructional videos for <laughs> right. there are ways to do this yes okay yes. so the other um i have some questions here that um that we can talk about. I have an answer to one of them, but the other ones I do kind of want to make sure of before I speak on them, but maybe you'll know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one question that I think, um, it's a, I don't, there's like a lot of answers to it, so I just pulled up kind of like what the different colors can mean, but one question was what hap- like what is happening if your period starts randomly and it's like really, really dark when it first starts? Yeah, oh, oh real quick, um, these questions were asked on Instagram. We now have an Instagram. Yeah. It's This Is Uncomfortable Podcast. Um, so follow so us, follow us on questions. there. We're going to be posting our topics before we have them, before we record them. So you guys can ask questions or you can send us topics or whatever. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm really glad that you got that out there. Cause that's how we got these questions from a friend. And I think it, it also, there's, there's so much that you can talk about with these topics that I think it's important to remember what you forget that you've accepted as like common knowledge. Yeah. Cause like now I'm 30, I've been, I'm having, I've been having a period for 20 years. So there's a lot that I think I'm like, Oh yeah, we all know this. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can just not. So the, one of the first ones that I think is really important is when your period comes in and it's like very different colors, what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, and when it, when you start up and it's really, really dark, that can kind of be scary. I remember the first time it happened to me, I had no idea what was going on. Um, and it's almost like black. What I've learned about that is that if it's super dark, um, it's just blood from your last period. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you didn't like fully flush it out of your system yeah. the time before. So it has right. like, it's gotten access to air enough that it's like, is the word oxygenated? I feel like that's yeah, what I'm that sounds to say. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the color has turned of it, but yeah. it doesn't, there's no medical, there's usually the color of it is not really, right. there's not really a thing that like changes, um, the, uh, like your health concerns, I don't think are really as necessarily determined by the color. So I'm pulling a lot of these answers from an article um, on medium called period blood color brown black or dark doesn't matter it was written two years ago um and one of the things that's in bold just says like well what does the different hues mean and she wrote not that medically relevant <laughs> and it's true because yeah. it can it can it just kind of throws you off when it's different colors yeah 
It's like getting a cut, you know? Um, the blood can always look different. Yeah. Um, think of when you cut your skin, red blood comes hey, out of a fresh wound. Yeah. If you put a bandage on it, check the next day, you'll see that once red blood has turned brown. Mm-hmm. Blood it's appears darker when it's reacted with oxygen. Yeah. yeah. So um, different colors don't really mean much, but I think first and foremost thing to take away from any answer that we give you is that if you are concerned, this is a podcast and we are not doctors. Yeah. If there is something that did not happen before that is very subtly happening and it yeah. concerns you, talk to a doctor. If something's out of the ordinary. Because my ordinary is very different than yours. Yeah. And honestly, you, only you know your own ordinary. Yeah. And that's on, the, what, a really good thing, too, is, like, I recently started tracking my period because I started noticing I thought I was unbelievably regular, and it turns out that I'm not. Yeah. And I started noticing more fluctuations in it, and for a second, I almost started to worry until I realized it, it follows its own pattern. So even though there's, like, it's, there's a little bit of erraticness to it, over time, it is, like, a very average cycle. So yeah. I, I was, like, about to panic and, like, go to a doctor yeah. and save myself hella money because yeah. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> what uh, uh, app do you use? I use Glow, which... Okay, I use uh, Flow. <laughs> Flow. I think I would prefer Flow because Glow, to be honest, it's very, like, fertility pushy. Oh, and I, yeah. it's gotten very, like, I don't like it. I feel like it's honestly very predatory. I'm not at a place right now where, like, we're looking to have kids, but, like, at a previous time when we were kind of trying, it felt very predatory that, like, every time I opened it, it was like, you could be trying to... And it was, like, a lot of, like, advertisement. Oh, no. It was just very Get out of here. aggressive. And, like, the only reason I haven't replaced it really is just because it, it already has, it has my log data. for everything. Does it save to your health health app, though? That's I think like it ingrained? does save okay. my health app. So I think if I do that and switch to Flow, it'll do that. Yeah. I do recommend tracking your period, though, because no matter yes. what, using an app... And what I I think the reason I use Glow, too, is because I, I, I do sex tracking and period tracking because I just want to know in case for sure obviously in the future if anything happened I would want to know and also just those are just things to know and it's good to know those things to talk to your doctor about about a lot of different issues so um or your partner or your partner if you're not trying to have kids but you like know your schedule like that's very important be in sync with it yeah that's awesome yeah yeah, one thing I like about Flow is that um, it gives you insights. So if you track, like, your symptoms every day, mm-hmm. um, over time, if you do it for, like, a three- or four-month period, it'll say, like, oh, the week before your period, you often get, like, headaches and have lower back pain and crave sweets or whatever. So I can kind of, like, I've been a lot more in tune with my body and, like, oh, I'm getting a migraine for the second day in a row. I'm going to start my period in, like, yeah. five days. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's been so helpful doing that. Also, it's free and... Yeah. Wouldn't you want to know when you're about to start? Yeah. It's, Aside from, like, oh, I'm cramping, I'm about to start. Yeah. Like, and just it, know ahead of time. It's honestly... Plan better. Exactly. It Go helps you plan better. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I always do that thing where I'm, I always, always, always have tampons except the first day that I need them because I'm always like, ah, yeah, right. fine. And then I like don't take it's them. It's been long enough now. I don't need them. Exactly. Yeah. That one time that I don't bring yeah. them. So that's always really irritating. So it, it really, it, it helps you plan and it helps you... One thing that, like, I think you take for granted in your 20s is that, like, you need to track your health. And you need... there it As you get older, your health doesn't just maintain itself. Yes. In my 20s, I literally did not pay attention. My yeah. body was a garbage disposal. I could put anything in it, and mm-hmm. it would give me nutrients. Yep. It did not matter. And it... in Very quickly, from 25 to 30, I was like, those things... Crash just, and burn. They <laughs> fucking crash and burn. Yeah, that does not happen anymore. Yes. Um, so also, it's really important to track those things. Also, it's great to be in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and, like... I think the more you practice listening to your body and, like, taking note of what you're feeling in any given moment, regardless of your period or not, just, like, in life, you know, I think you really get a better feel of what you do or don't need or what you kind of, 
you know, you can read yourself better and you can take care of yourself better. And honestly, no one in the world is going to be able to tell you or anyone what you're feeling. So paying attention to that is so vital and so important. And I think people don't do that enough. Yeah. Like, if you're feeling shitty every week or two weeks before your period, it probably has something to do with your cycle. So, like, be extra kind to yourself during that second week or whatever. Yeah. The more you pick up on those things, the better you can mitigate those kind of, like, negative lulls in your life. I think, too, something that it took me a really long time to realize is that I am not ever outside of my cycle. Yeah. Just because you're, like, your, yes. cy- your period yes. is one week of your cycle. Yes. So. Give or take. The reason it's, yeah. Well, yeah, give or take. It's, the reason it's so important to understand these things about yourself is that I have literally been able to be a more productive person by, like, planning around, like, oh, I have more energy this week because it's it's the week after my period. I'm going to be a total wreck and emotional mess because mm-hmm. it's the week before my period. Mm-hmm. And then there's that one honeymoon week. Those two you are weeks. on top I'm of on the world. world. You yes. got it, girls. Yes. Yeah. I look so fly. Look at me. Yes. These sweats are my best look. Look at this ass. <laughs> yeah. The fucking ovulation week, girl. That oh. week is, whoo, it's charming. It's yes. perfect. Everything no feels bloating. great. No bloating. Eat all the things. Fucking your skin is glowing. Yes. The tits look, yeah, everything. Everything's yeah. fucking fabulous. Yes. Um, also, men, if any of you have held on for this long, congratulations. <laughs> you also have cycles. Yeah. Get used to the idea. You also PMS. It's just not for a period. Yeah. I think if if men understood that, I, it would be. And then plus two, not, ju- um, not just menopause, like andropause. Like there's a reason that men also change when they get older. Like yes. when we talk about midlife crises, like we really need to register that like those are like side effects of your your hormones cycle changes yeah you're and the thing is too is another thing i've noticed is that you have obviously your four-week cycle you have your period from whenever you start it until whenever you finish it but within that there are different like uh hormone like eras that you go through that your body is producing more or less of certain hormones Mm -hmm. and like you the reason that so much of our, like, aging is dictated the way that it is, the reason that certain things happen in your 30s or your 20s, or all of those things are dictated by our hormones. And if these are our hormonal cycles, it really does matter that we pay attention um, not just to our periods, but also to, like, the the the, the andro cycle, too. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I feel like they really acknowledge it when kids are little, like, little boys are little. Yes, yeah. Because they go through such visible cycles yeah. with their hormones where they, they kind of rage out at certain things and it's like, oh, you make fun of it or whatever, but yeah. it's like, no, that's that's hormones in that young boy yeah. that he's naturally feeling and will continue to feel for the rest of his life. Like, it's important to acknowledge that and, like, appreciate it and not just and say, it, like, boys are being it. boys. Like, no, it's like, that's... But hormones boys, inside of him. Like, let's understand that boys being boys is a hormonal cycle yes. that, like, we should help them understand so that and they I, know what to do with it. I also <laughs> think that if we viewed men as having a cycle as well, mm. maybe it would not make, uh, it would make women's cycles be a little less scary. Like, okay, yeah, yeah you have a cycle too, but Well, it would be less different. terrifying. I yeah. think men are just so... I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of very good men who just don't... They're they're grown-ups about it, and they're fine, and they understand. Yeah. This is just, like, something that happens. And the thing is, dude, like, I've been getting one for 20 years. Like, there are still times when it starts where I'm just like, are you... This is my fucking life? I, are you serious? <laughs> and I'm still, like, upset, and I'm still grossed out, and I'm still, like, honestly in a little bit of disbelief that I have to deal with this all the time. But that doesn't... 
like, we get it why it might be, like, a squeamish topic at first, but I think it's really important to be a grown-up about it and realize that it shapes a lot of our emotions and a lot of our choices and a lot of our developments. When you're talking about little boys, like, they say that I think one of your first hormone surges is not puberty. I think you hit it around four or five. Mm-hmm. One of those really big ones that, like, yeah. that's why you can, you know, grow so much and you intellectually change so much. Like, yeah. that's why kids become different when they're, yeah. like, five or six. Well, and I think knowledge is empowerment, too, and the more you know about your body. Like, I'm 30 years old. I'm still learning stuff about my mm-hmm. body. I still learn stuff about my period, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The more you know about it, the more empowered you are, and the more you can handle life better. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, well, plus, too, it just, like, tells you what to, like, the, the more that you understand about the period in general and your period specifically, the better that you can understand your body holistically. Like yes. there's, it, there's just a lot about, I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. It's just, there's, there's a lot about it that I think, um, can be brushed aside because we don't want to talk about it cause it's gross. That would like help all of us in like many social levels. Yes. I feel like I've rolled my eyes so many times. I know. This. I know. Sometimes I just wish we were also like recording for YouTube cause we're just like, we're like champion face makers <laughs> over here. Um, Another question that we got was uh, getting your period in uh, an infection, like a bacterial or yeast infection at the same time. and Which there's no shame in either one of those. Yeah, you can literally not... get yeast infections from having too many baths, which I used to do when I was younger. I used to be a big proponent of taking baths. I have like a really awesome jet bathtub in my house. Oh, cool. So when I was like 20, 21, moved into that house, I would take baths all the time and I was getting yeast infections. I had no fucking idea why. Interesting. I and didn't I, like, know that. I chalk it up to like shame of like having sex with people or what, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. you can also get yeast infections from having sex often. Like yeah. too much moisture or whatever. Well, it's literally just pH. Yeah, it's yeah. just offsetting pH. Like don't ever feel ashamed that that's going on. Like you get sore throats and you don't feel ashamed. Like there's no reason why you can have a yeast infection and have it not be shameful. Like, yeah. honestly, it's not a big deal. It's a super easy fix. The reason... It happens. Some some people are just super prone to getting yeast infections all the time. Yeah, and it doesn't... It's not even something about, like, oh... No, like they, it's could just they could just be existing in their life. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, too, that's one of those things that we just get shamed about because we don't It's, like, perceived as dirty. That. Yeah, but the thing is... is ridiculous. It's, it's not. Like, I mean... Obviously, no matter what, like, the reason that we have... That was a big thing for me when I was younger, too, is, like, seeing commercials for it and not really even understanding what it was because I was, like, a really little kid. And realizing now as an adult, like, oh, the reason we advertise that shit on TV is because it's common. It's the yes. Same reason, it's the same reason we talk about other things that you watch commercials for and you're like, huh? And it's things that we're not willing to talk about, but things that we all need something for. Yes. Like, you notice that's why most of those things are, like, anti-anxiety, antidepressants, yeast infections, and Allergy Cialis. pills. Yeah, allergy yeah. pills. Yeah. And it's... The reason those things get marketed so intensely is because they have multiple brands competing for your attention because it's a viable market, which yeah. means a lot of people get them. Yes, which means there's money in that market, which yes. means people need this stuff. Which, which means, means you're not you the only one getting a yeast infection. Yes. <laughs> Full circle. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so the question was um, getting your period and a yeast infection at the same time. And um, I think the reason this question was asked is because there might be some perception that like, oh, if your body is functioning normally enough to get a period, then you don't need to treat a yeast infection. But what we both kind of agreed on is that like you need to treat those things separately. Yes. Like they're both happening independently because you're, like we said, your period is part of your cycle. That's totally healthy. Yeah. And it is like, it's a, like a self-cleaning oven. It's cleaning itself out. That's For great. Sure. But, but 
I mean, it can only handle so much. And if yeah. you've got something like a, like a yeast infection or a bacteria infection or whatever that's really set off the pH of your internal system, mm-hmm. it's like having um, a really bad stomachache for a long time. Like yeah. sometimes you need to eat some yogurt or take some probiotics or like eat healthier foods that really help with your gut biome to literally like rebalance. And the, the thing is we forget too, like that, that's the same thing happening in your stomach too. It restores yeah. the pH balance. Like yeah. it's the same thing. It's like if you take antibiotics for too long and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Ooh, it just like cleans all the good bacteria out of you and you just feel miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to rebalance that. Exactly. So I think if you have a yeast infection and a period at the same time, definitely get it checked out. Um, go to your doctor, tell them what's going on. I mean, I think my, I, I haven't had one for a long time, but I think my doctor just gave me antibiotics and it was like a couple days later, boom, so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really quite sure what the over-the-counter stuff at the, because those are like creams, aren't they? Yeah. Are those like antibiotic, oh, they're like antibiotic creams. Is you that mean what like that is? And is stuff? that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't think know a lot it is. I don't know, but I wouldn't mess with that stuff. Right? That's all over-the-counter stuff. Yeah. Just go to your doctor. Yeah. Honestly. I no. think that um, also douching is a really bad idea. Yeah. Like, don't do any of that stuff. Just yeah. don't put anything else up in there. Don't. Like, just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to your doctor. Honestly, it's so much easier. <laughs> if you... Just, just get some just, meds and get it over with. Just go to your doctor. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. They do it every day, all day. That's the thing, too, is I think that we always try to, like... Um, it's not that you get grossed out, but that you almost get embarrassed talking to your doctor about these things. But and they honestly, literally, like, this is the, ch- the career they've chosen. They've sought out this kind of work. And honestly, you might be the least disgusting thing they do that day. Yeah. And I'm not saying that there's anything disgusting about that. I'm saying you forget that, like, no, when you go see your doctor, like, you're asking them a question that's very personal and embarrassing to you, but, like... You're just a name on a clipboard. You're just I mean, you're a, more than a name I mean, on a clipboard, you're a, but... I mean, you're an important person, but it's, it's the fact that he's seeing 30 of you that day and there are probably much worse, more complicated things that are going on in his office than the things that you're worried about. Also, if you're seeing an OBGYN, like their life is vaginas. Their life is vaginas. (laughs) You're good. Just, it's like getting waxed. They see them all day, every day. Like that's part of their life. Oh, the first time you get embarrassed about a wax and then you're just like, oh wait, that's not. Yeah. I'm like one of maybe 15 vaginas that they've seen today. So we're good. Exactly. (laughs) Just do your thing. Okay. So we do have another question that I'm, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look into it now because I don't know a lot about this, but I think it's something that's really important. Um, how can you gauge premenopausal symptoms through your period behavior? And this is not something that I know a lot about. So I'm. I'm reading more about it because I'm familiar more with, like, I don't know. I feel like those are premenopausal symptoms, but from what I know about it from, like, the women in my family, um, the early signs can be so scattered that it can take you a long time to put it together because... Well, can it take years for you to be in premenopausal, too? Like, you can be in premenopause for years? Yeah. I feel like menopause, it can be, like, a decade of your life. Please email us this information. Yeah. <clears throat> we would love to know if it. If you know more, we would love to hear about it. Um, this is uncomfortablepodcast at gmail. Exactly. I'm not going to WebMD. I'm going to go to something real, like an actual, like a medical <laughs> journal. Um, but this is kind of just talking more about premenopause versus perimenopause. And perimenopause is um, like early menopause. But premenopause is just the pre-symptoms that you would get um, before you start that part of your larger hormonal cycle I feel like is the easiest way to put it because it's kind of seems like it's all part of one cycle yeah but again Um, if you have questions and you don't know also talk to your doctor I mean they're there for a reason and they know a lot more than the theme of the day is talk to your doctor talk to your doctor questions um so I'm gonna just read some of this 
menopause is a time during a woman's life when woman when menstrual periods cease. Mm-hmm. I think that'd probably be the first indicator. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if your period's over, that's it. So the term, so you are officially in menopause if you haven't had your period for 12 consecutive months. Okay. So it has to be completely gone for right. a year and then you know. Because I think a lot of the time it'll come and go for yeah. three or four months. My mom has even like joked about like, no, I'll get my hopes up after like four or five months and then it comes right back and yeah. it'll just be kind of like that like late lingering thing. I get so excited when I get my period now at this age. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because it's like, I made it. Yeah. I'm functioning normally. Yeah, I know. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. When I, when it comes and like within, and it's been erratic just from like stress and stuff. When it comes within two weeks of when it's supposed to, I'm just like, whoa, cool. Looks like I don't need to go to the doctor. I think mm-hmm. I'm all right. Which don't listen to me. If you're worried, go to the doctor. Also, if you're on birth control or you have an IUD or something like that, you get the depot shot, whatever, and you don't have a period, that's also super normal. And the way my doctor described that was, um, back in the olden times, um, <laughs> people would get pregnant one time after another, and essentially they'd never have periods because they'd go from breastfeeding to getting pregnant to breastfeeding to getting pregnant, and they'd just go years without having a period. It's literally the same thing. The only difference is that now it's, uh, you know, it's like medically done. Yeah. Via your birth control or your IUD or whatever. It's literally just mimicking the hormones. And you may or may not be ovulating. So. Yeah. Which I think, I always thought that was so cool that you didn't ovulate considering that we're born with all the eggs we'll ever have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's like you're hoarding them, you're saving them. Like, yeah, I was going to say, you, so you don't ovulate when you do that? Um, <laughs> mine. It, it, de- it depends. <laughs> it depends on person to person and um, different types of birth control. Like with the IUD, I think typically you don't ovulate, but you can. Oh, okay. Um, and I have no idea how you'd ever tell. You other wouldn't be able just, to tell. Yeah, yeah, other than I just thought it was really cool that you typically don't ovulate. Yeah, when I was on the Nuva Ring, um I loved the Nuva Ring. I did too. Well, I'm glad I'm off of it, but I it for honestly, just because birth control is a nightmare in general, it is the least nightmarish. Yes. I had I had absolutely no problems with it. I just overall I was on it for a long time and I just didn't want to be on birth control anymore. But um what I liked about it was that it it did what you're saying. It tells your body that you are pregnant, so you don't ovulate. Like you yeah. just you don't go through that cycle. It's basically just like waiting for you to yes. have the baby, even though you're not. Yeah. So it's just kind of like those three, which is really cool because it also mimics a lot of that stuff of like the the first like three months. I feel like because you're you're glowy and you're like. Minus the vomiting, yeah. Minus the vomiting. There's no nausea. Um, I did sometimes have headaches, but not really intensely. And then one thing they tell you about that's pretty great is there's increased sensitivity from the Nuva Ring. Oh. So that's... That makes sense. That's fun. There's something in there, like, always... Yeah. Yeah. And I think your body's aware of it, too. And there's, like, something about the hormones that it puts off that um, are, like... I don't know. It was just really minimally invasive for me. Mm -hmm. I did not... uh, I didn't gain any weight on it. I felt a little more bloated when I... When I should have been closer to my period, but I didn't, I never yeah. felt anything super crazy. I, I never had cramps on it. It was, it was great. I, unfortunately, um, my body starts to reject any type of birth control within like a six to nine month period of me starting it. Wow. So I've been through probably nine to 10 types of birth controls from the pill to the, um, Depa shot to the Nuva ring to the IUD to everything. So do you cycle through them? Yeah, so they'll be great for, like, six to nine months, uh-huh. and then, like, I'll start getting really violently sick all the time. My wow. body, I'll have constant stomach aches. I'll get migraines, like, four days a week. Is this why you used to get sick so much? Yeah. Oh, and I didn't. Makes so I didn't realize sense. that until, like, 
six years into taking birth yeah. control that this shit was literally poison for me. Because I remember you used to, I feel like you used to get sick more. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so it started manifesting in the form of, um, like, really debilitating migraines. Wow. And so my last thing that I took was, or the last thing I tried was IUD, which is supposed to be progesterone only, because mm-hmm. there's two, there's estrogen and progesterone. Mm-hmm. So I switched to progesterone only and um, IUD. And I started getting, like, migraines five days a week. Mm. I gained 30 pounds within, like, two months. Oh. Like, it was all bad. And so since then, I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm over all of this. I'm yeah. done with it. I'm done feeling like shit all the time. I feel like a brand new person. Yeah. Uh, I've been off them for three months. Yeah. Like, holy crap. I actually have energy during the day. Um, my periods really suck, but whatever. So, yeah, I don't know if this will, like, segue the the topic or if this is actually just, like, a really natural ev- evolution of it, but I think talking about birth control and the stigmas around it is really important because I was on it for a long time because I, I kind of considered it my responsibility mm-hmm. and not because it, not because my partner, like, treats it like it's only my responsibility, but because... I get a peace I, of mind from it. I get a peace of mind from it and, like, I am the one that is going to be like, very literally carrying the burden, like, the majority of the burden of doing this on Mm -hmm. my, and I'm not saying that, like, kids are a burden, I mean, like, the the biological and physical toll that it's going to take is going to be on me, not on anybody else. So I think I've always been kind of a little bit more self-aware of it, because I'm the one that it's going to affect. Like, I'm the incubator, so, like, I want to control what gets put in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Which, not to make any allusions to politics, but I am the incubator... So maybe I should pick what goes in it. But we'll save that for another We'll save day. that for another episode. Coming up. Coming up. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started taking birth control for, I think, the wrong reasons. And that was um, a friend of mine told me I should. Like, that oh, wow. was something I should be doing at, like, age 16 or whatever, which I was not sexually active. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was stupid in 16, which... At, in, I think in like, you want to be covered when you're that young, though. Yeah, I mean, in the long run, it helped because I did have bad periods when I was younger. Like, Maybe, oh, okay. And it, it really did help, help mitigate those those symptoms of, like, erratic behavior and, like, moodiness and bad cramps and back pain and whatever you want to add onto that very long list that we I'm sure we've all felt. But, um, I mean, these days, it's like really is only peace of mind because I'd rather just deal with the symptoms, but I'm not currently dating anyone. So I have no need to for it, which I don't, I, I mean, I grew up in the nineties though. So I think that the stigma for birth control is a lot less than it was. You think so? I think, um, well, I, mean, I guess in the maybe, 90s, you're maybe right. from my no, unique right. perspective, it's just been like birth, <clears throat> birth control is a great way to deal with having a really terrible period. It's like yeah. taking idol. Yeah. You know, there's no shame in taking idol. Like, yeah. It's kind of like a, the next step up that in yeah. that whole arena. So actually, the the reason the first time I started birth control was I was not sexually active. I started birth control the first time because I was like suspected for PCOS because I had like really yeah. intense like hormone imbalances. And it was literally just meant to, like, mitigate my moods and all of the other, like, side effects of just, like, out-of-whack hormones. So when I first started it, it literally was just... It was, like, a mental health thing. It was, like, one way... It was, like, a supplement to... Like, I was anti-anxiety medicine, but my hormones would get so intense. Um, Like, my PMS was so intense that I would get, like, like violently depressed. Like, every month. And it was just kind of... Even if nothing was going to happen to me and that wasn't, like... 
Like, it wasn't dangerous as far as... I wasn't going to do anything to myself, but I, it was it was so emotionally exhausting that yes. I just needed... I, I, if you want to live a life and you're spending three weeks of your life, three weeks of every four weeks waiting to live your life because you're, you, this you're is the one week that you can function, yeah. this is the one week that you can do anything, you are going to get a quarter of the things that you want to get done and yeah. you're going to be about 25% alive because mm-hmm. you're, you're not able to function outside of that. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it's really important too to remember that so many people that we know when they're younger and they start it are doing it from like endometriosis or like yeah. really terrible cramps or... Honestly, it's none of your fucking business why they're doing it. If it's easier for them and it's making their health more accessible to them. That's their that's their story. That's, that's their story. That's their business, yeah. That's absolutely their business. I wonder <clears throat> how um, people dealt with it um, before birth control was like readily available. Yeah, I don't know. As I mean, far, especially I know endometriosis, that, too. I know that there's been periods in time where people would literally go into a fucking cave for the week of their period, which... <laughs> Listen, that's terrible. That's so shameful. Um, but God, that sounds amazing. It does. Sorry. It sounds really nice. I wish somebody would give me a fucking period cave. I know, with like blankies and snacks oh, and like dogs and yeah, is it Yeah, like is it like a is it like an amenities cave? I'm sure it was fucking horrible. Yeah, that sounds like a I'm terrible sure it was fucking like cave. like dirt floor, hella cold, and just secluded. And had your but, stuff from your last period in it. I mean, these days... We could. It'd be nice to shut down for a week. We could make she sheds into period games. (laughs) That could be what she sheds really are for. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I would love to talk about. What do you think of cups? Oh, okay. Because this is is coming back in a hard way right now. Or period panties. Okay. I've been wanting to try those, but I am worried. Terrified. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I feel the exact same. I want to try either one, but the idea of having a cup come out of me that I have to wash in my sink. In your sink. Kind of terrifies me. Um, I love the environmental impact that they have. Yeah. And, like, they're super low waste. Um, and I, I do want to try period panties, but that also scares me. I don't yeah. know why. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be scary. Yeah. I should just try it. Well, we, Fuck well it. the thing is, too, is there's always the other risk, too. There's, like, this is a capitalist society. There's, like, the financial risk of the money you spend on it. There's all the, like, the loss. Of the, yeah. There's all I mean, of that stuff, but, but it's also it's just... a wonderful thing that we haven't been trying because we're afraid I've, That's what I've heard. Yeah. So, to clarify, the things that we're talking about, period panties, I think the company that, like, Thinks. are... There's, yeah. T-H-I-N-X. was, like, the first one that I heard yeah. of that did it. And they, um, they're these, like... Normal looking underwear. Hyper, hyper absorbent. Yeah. Super thin fabric that will literally, it will hold your whole ass period in it. Yeah. Do you wash them after? What do you do? Yeah, I think you you like wash wash them. them. You just take them home and you rig it out? I don't... I'm not positive, <laughs> but I think at some point in the process, you yeah. put it in your washing you machine. You put it in the washing machine. And wash them. And wash them. Okay, so that makes Which if sense. Which, you, if you bleed on your pants, that's the same thing, right? That's, dude, there's literally... Do you know how many pairs of underwear are in this house right now soaking, do waiting to be washed? you know how many washed? pairs of black underwear I only wear around my period? Yeah, and then they... Do they have that, like, faded spot where they, they've been scrubbed a lot, so they're, like, not really black anymore, <laughs> but they're kind of, like, orangish black? Shh, yeah. don't tell people Girl. that. Girl. Everybody has. The reason I'm asking is because I have it on mine. <laughs> yes. Um, so the reason I ask, or not the reason I ask, but so Thinks is like probably the first company I've heard of. And I, it's cool because they have the full brief and they, it's cute too. Cause like the thong is like, oh, a light day. There's like the regular brief for a, a regular day and yeah. then like a full brief that has like more absorption, yeah. I think. And then they also do suggest, obviously, if you're still comfortable with it, like use a panty liner or yeah. use, or they, I think a lot of people who wear 
A really great thing I think for me would be sometimes my crate is way heavier than I expect it to be. So I am always overconfident. I almost, I don't always leak, but like I will almost always wait to the last second to be like, hold on, I gotta, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> like, go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I always forget too that it would be really great just if instead you bought having, the underwear. Instead of having a panty liner, you have comfy underwear on. You have comfy underwear on. Yeah. And you don't have to wear period underwear anymore because... The ones that you have are built to do what you're doing to the other ones that are just cotton that you're, like, yes. not wasting money look, on, but, yeah. They look normal they look, enough yeah. and comfortable enough that you could wear them at any time. And literally, like you could wear day. them to, yeah. like, a date, honestly. Yeah. 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 Well, and then there's also the menstrual cups, mm-hmm. which are, like, plastic cups mm-hmm. that are, like, year-long, year reusable. Yeah, you can use them for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. If and you so use it's like one, hypo, email us. Um, Yeah, if you have any information on menstrual... Actually, no, I'm not going to say her name, but I am going to just... <gasps> she never updated us. I had a friend who just tried... I think Tulip is the one she tried. Okay. Um, and she... So she... The, one of the main reasons she did it was the whole... Um, 12 hour not having to deal with it thing. Yeah. So she was like, well, I'm going to be at work all day. I can literally take my kids to school, go to work all day, not deal with this all day, and then only deal with it at home. Yeah. Which when you're talking about, oh, I don't want to deal with this in the sink, a big thing for a lot of women, I think, is being in not public? in your bathroom and yeah. having to, like, okay, what if you're in a public bathroom and you got to go out to the sink out there? No, no, no. There's no, no, nobody's no, going to no, do no, that. So, no. no, this thing is like a 12 hour thing, and she. She never told us at the end of the day, but she did check in with us. I should, I, I need to text her and I will update you guys next time. Um, she did say around the halfway day that she, it, she's like, it, it took a little bit of getting used to getting it in, but it, she absolutely didn't feel it after that. And that it was, um, it was comfortable and that she was just going to see if it was going to last the day. And that's really cool. Yeah. So from all the things that I've heard, I really want to try it just because I, you do that thing too sometimes where like as a girl when you wipe when you pee and you wipe when you poop and you wipe on your period and you're using tampons, do you ever just think about the massive amounts of cotton yes. that you're contributing to? Yes. Yeah. So I think about that a lot and I really, Also baby really wipes. Want, yeah. If you've never used baby wipes in the bathroom, you need to go live your life and get some baby go wipes Go get some bathroom. fucking, yeah. It feels so much better. And it's it, just like, it feels more clean. Well and, the I thing is too is I, um, I... <laughs> You know that thing that you do? This is going to be such a gross comparison. That thing you do when you have, like, a cold and you blow your nose too much and you make your nose raw? Yeah. I don't ever, like, make myself raw, but I feel like the amount of cleanliness that I want with dry wiping... Oh, no, no, no. ...is too fucking intense. Yeah. And much more easily achieved with just using those, like, wet wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Because going to fall apart before you get to yeah. that level. It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. No. And honestly, your hoo-ha deserves better than that. Yeah. Just be Treat kind. yourself. Treat yourself. Get treat some baby wipes. Treat, treat you and your Get a little of those, one of those warmers that warms the baby wipes. What? Have you ever seen those? My no. my brother um, who lives here has two little boys and they have like a baby wipe warmer. A so they're not using like... wipe I mean, because you, you change their diapers like several times a day with like cold ass wet wipes. Oh my gosh. And like this... they're like perfectly warm. Oh my God. That is... I feel so much better for the person who like created that for little babies. Like... You are what an, an angel. angel. I, who yes. is the person who's just sitting around like, you know what we need? A baby wipe warmer. We need warm. We need for my wipes. little babe's tushy. My my babies. And honestly, what I really love about like living <laughs> in the modern world is just seeing like a a baby's room when they're first born and like they're being welcomed and all of the soft, like gentle things that people make for kids and just kind of realizing like, oh, like, why don't they make those for adults? Um, we like, don't love ourselves. I know. <laughs> 
cool. Do you have any questions about periods? I mean, I know we have these ones here, but have you ever, has there ever been anything about your period that you're like, is this formal? You know what? I didn't know that period poops were a real thing until like two years ago. Do you get constipated on your period? No, I get the opposite. You You know why? Because your muscles are contracting all around that area, including your colon. Okay. That's why they're so insane. So I do have much better poops around my period, but I also will sometimes rank lately. I've just been getting constipated around my period. You need more fiber. Eat some broccoli. But also sometimes... You know what else has... Can I say something gross? This is uncomfortable. I'm going to just say it anyway. (laughs) Do you ever, like, have trouble pooping and then remember your tampon's still in and then take your tampon out and have a much easier time pooping? (laughs) (laughs) No, I've never experienced that. That sounds wonderful. It is. Because I'll be like, oh, wait. Oh, I didn't... Okay. And then I'll remember and be like, oh, there we go. literally plugging it up. It's literally, yeah. I feel bad saying that because I think of Carrie every time. <laughs> I can't Oh, say my it. lord. Oh, shouldn't have said Carrie either. Ooh. You're welcome. Uh, All gentlemen have left the chat. Yep. <laughs> just hear that last door slam on the AOL. <laughs> yeah. Just got a yes. text from Sam. He must just speak out there like, can you please wrap I'm, it up? I'm going, I'm having a conniption out here. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. Oh, but anyway, fiber. You know that raspberries have a ton of fiber? What? Yeah. I love raspberries. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like... I don't think they have a ton, ton, but in terms of like... Of a fruit having it. Things yeah. that have fiber. I eat like a crap ton of, fi- okay. of raspberries. Um, something that always helps me way more than I think it's going to, this might just be because of my vegetable intake in general. I think it's because it's the raw. Because, you know, cooked vegetables are obviously still good for you, but raw vegetables have a lot more nutrients. Um, I'm a snacker, so I'll keep bags of baby carrots around. And mm-hmm. I always notice, period or not, I always have, like, a much easier... I don't have, like, a hard time pooping, but I'll, like, poop way more often and, like, way easier. Really? If I've had one of those, like, carrot snacking days the day before. Like, huh. the next couple of days, I'll just be like, oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I know that carrots are great for your eyes. Yeah, they are. I mean, pilots eat them. Yeah. My brother, things. my brother, growing one of my brothers used to eat an entire pound bag of carrots every single day. And you know that if you eat too many carrots, you start to turn orange. Yeah. Just like if you eat too many tomatoes, you start to turn red. Wait, it works with tomatoes too? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I did see it on like a house episode, so I'm not positive if that's real. <laughs> but I think they try to stay a little bit in, okay. in reality. I think they kind of do. They just take, like, the most impossible thing and, like, run with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But anyway. I used to be a weirdly good show, and I used to love it, and I don't care. Yeah. Um, other products that I feel like people... Heating pads. Yes. Is that a must? Yes. Yeah. Especially uh, for low back pain, which I get a ton with... And I always forget, because I have back pain in general, I always forget when it's lower back pain, it's not my normal, oh, this is slouching, I'm at a desk, my shoulders Yeah, no, it's like the opposite side of your your cramps. Yeah, and I forget, too, that, like, a heating pad will help, so I'll forget that, but I have one in here. Yeah. Also, um, just taking ibuprofen, because with cramps, you know, they come and go, so you don't think, like, it's a constant, constant pain. Mm -hmm. Um, Take ibuprofen, they help. Yeah. Drink water. Oh my god, drinking water. Yeah. Yes. And I think, too, another thing that I forget is that I want to move less because it, it just feels good to kind of, like, hermit and lay down and obviously do that because there are... It's weird because some cycles will be so different from others. Like, I always tell Sam that I think that, like, I might have, like, a cyst or something because I feel like every other cycle, when it's on my left side, I get really bad cramps in, like, one specific place. And, like, I don't... I've never had a cyst. You know, why, just... you know why you cramp on one side, right? Uh-uh. That's the side that's ovulating. What? Yeah. 
Okay, so it just when I knew it meant I was like, oh, okay, it's I it's always when this one is doing something that there's a problem, but that just means like, oh, it's just normally. No, ovulating. my left side's always oh, okay. worse than my right. Yeah, my left side's always worse than my yeah. right. That's so weird because like not this one. This one was really easy, I think, because it was like um, must have been the other side. But the last time I had such bad cramps and they were all right here because it was on my left. I'm pointing to my left side, by the way. Um, and I always, I just like never thought about that. I always thought I was like, oh, maybe there's like, maybe there's just trouble on that, on that tube or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last thing we should talk about is sex on your period. Ooh, what's you, how do you feel about sex on your period? Um, it really, really depends on the partner. I've only had one boyfriend who has been all for it. Not, like, gung-ho about it, but he, like, doesn't care about it at all. Yeah. And I appreciated it so much because it's made me feel so much more human and loved and appreciated. And I can't, I come to find out sex in your period actually helps your, your period symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I will say a few things about it. I'm in a long-term relationship, so that is not an issue. Good. Um, that is something that I think if there are any male listeners that, like... It, you touched on it just now, and I think it was really important because I didn't realize how much it meant to me until it became a non-issue because I didn't think I cared. I was almost, like, self-shaming of, like, well, no, I don't feel good. I don't feel attractive. I don't want to do that. That's fine. But sometimes you really do because you are also, like, that's another thing that we should talk about with your period. Um, when If you're getting waxed or you're having sex, just know that, like, there's a lot more blood flow to your pelvic region during your period. So you're going to be a lot more sensitive for pain. So plan yeah. plan as far away for a wax as f- from your period as you can. Yeah, so like the week ideally after the week, you're yeah. already done. Yeah. 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 So that's Ooh, like, yeah. Cause, girl, I just went in last time and it was the day I started and I had no idea. Ooh, and I was like, this hurts Did today. she let you get, still get waxed when you're on your period? Well, I didn't, I hadn't started. Oh, oh I you was were like, like about in, to that day. I went in that morning or earlier that day and then like. That night? That night I started oh. and I was just like. It hurts Man, like hell. It does because you're because you have to. What it is is there's more blood flowing around all of the nerve endings that control how much pain you feel. So yeah. you're gonna you're literally gonna have more sensation, but that also means you are literally gonna have more sensation. So yes. if you are having sex around your period, it is going to be amazing. Um, also, if honestly, you're super weird just about throw it, a fucking towel down or go in the shower. Shower is cool. I don't like the visuals in the shower because you sometimes. Have you, you ever taken a shower with the lights off? No, that scares me. Oh. Bloody Mary. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even mean to go there. Dude, no. I played that game in like middle school and elementary school. That shit was so scary dude, and my it's cousins, so dumb. Yeah, dude. My, I just, I was the youngest in my group of cousins. So we, I was always the one that was hella scared of shit that everybody else like knew was a joke. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody yeah, Mary. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I literally cannot be. I'm, I bet you if day, I, I bet you if I went and stood in front of a mirror right now as a 30 year old and tried to do that, I'd still get heart rate, like yeah. heart racing. No, definitely. I still can't think about it. I think because two mirrors are inherently eerie. So there's always just something about it that's like, yeah, mirrors are fucking weird. Mirrors man. are always the things that get, the only paranormal experiences I've had, my mirror, I had a mirror standing in my hallway, like a five foot mirror. Um, floor, like floor mirror. Yeah. Um, that it looked like someone kicked the bottom of it because it, it somehow from going like a 45 degree angle fell forward into my door in the middle of the night and it like broke in like a lower right hand corner. Like someone had kicked it. Whoa. Yeah. It was the creepiest thing I've ever experienced. That's crazy. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. 
Oh, always really scares me. I um, let's talk about ghosts in another episode. Yeah, let's do okay. that. I like let's talk Great. about ghosts or demons or whatever. Demons. There's yeah. lots of stuff. I actually have a really really terrifying story, and I like I I tell it like once every couple years because I don't tell it to a lot of people, but like it it's one of those stories that just like yeah, dude. I, it's a really great, we great. should, we Let's should maybe it. do our yeah. own like horror story episode because holy shit, I still, I still think of this night and I, I still don't yes. know what happened. Yes. Whew. Not to segue back, but pro, I am pro for sex on periods. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also, yeah, I might, I don't know if I'm going to keep, but, um, I want to cycle back to being pro period. And I also, I think we were earlier talking about, uh, the things that you need on your cycle. When I was saying, oh, yeah. um, not like, okay, so obviously when we're talking about sex, that's going to help your cramps if you have really bad cramps and you have a and partner also, that's into that. And well, and you're vulnerable in that state. Like I'm super emotional when I'm on my period. Like yeah. the more I feel love, like, oh, I embrace it so much harder. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I let people in I let people like take care of me. I'm not used to like yeah. doing that. Well, especially too, because I think another thing is, is like having that first conversation with their partner when you realize that you're like, okay with that and you're going to do that. I think even the first time that, that, that I had that conversation with my partner, I think it was a very, like, I felt incredibly validated and I was surprised by how much it meant to me because he was just like, no, like, why would I care? I'm a grown man. Like what? Why would I care? I just want to be with you. And I think that you forget that like, um, you forget to humanize yourself sometimes because you are so close to your own gross bodily functions that like you forget to forgive yourself for them. Yeah. So I think it's just like a really, it's a really sweet thing that if you want to do that, it should be something that I think you talk about. And Mm -hmm. also it's just really not a fucking big deal. No, it shouldn't be. Have it in the shower, literally get a dark towel, throw it down. It's like not that big of a deal because that it's not because it matters, but if it's something that you don't want to think about that way, you can just wash it and you don't ever have to think about it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Well, and um, also I eased into it too. Like I would say like, it's going to be messy. I wouldn't say I'm on my period. Yeah. Like I started with like, oh, it's going to be messy. Like, like oh, you know, sorry. whatever. Yeah. And, and then, and then I was like, no, I'm on my period. Yeah. Like, and then they would just, just let like, you know, like, they're like, okay, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I'm a grown person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's funny too, because even, even now I, the fact that it means a lot to me and the fact that it's not just something that even we can normalize talking about it, trying to normalize it does say something. It does say something that like, okay, this is a bodily function that we've all known about since the beginning of the dawn of man, obviously. Yeah. That's how we got here. Woman. Woman. And we're, we're acting like, we're acting like somebody's doing us a favor by acknowledging our humanity during this, like, cycle. And it's just, yeah. I don't know, there's just, like, a lot of psychology in that. Yes. For but sure. I also think, um, uh, Exercise was the thing that I was going to say. Yes. I'm not saying, like, go out and, like, run a marathon. Go but for a walk. Sometimes I really, really just want to curl up and stay on the couch. And sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'm not kidding you. I will stay on the couch for, like, the majority of it. But getting up and going for a walk will make you feel so much yeah. better. Yeah, it's like when you eat too much mm-hmm. and the last thing you want to do is get up for a walk. Mm-hmm. But if you do get up for a walk after you've eaten too much, you feel so much better by the time you take a lot around the block. In a fraction of the time that it would have taken you to feel better if you hadn't done that. Yeah. Because if you just sit in it and you're just like, eh, you got to wait to digest for like hours. Yeah. Otherwise you could just, I don't know. Walk it down. Sink it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, send us your stories. We're going to go change our tampons. Yeah. (laughs) We are at This Is Uncomfortable Podcast on Instagram, and This Is Uncomfortable Podcast at Gmail. Send us your stories. Tell us what topics you want to hear about, talk about, 
Send us your paranormal activity stories. Yeah. I want to hear those for sure. I want to hear everything you got, man. Um, we'll be posting a story shortly before we film the next ep- or record the next episode talking about topics or questions you want to add or ask or ha- include, whatever. So follow us on there. Yeah. And we'll see you on the interwebs. Yeah. Bye. Bye.